What's up, everybody? It is your boy Marcus J. Destin from Films and Black and White. Today's episode is presented by State Bags. State Bag makes beautiful, well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social injustice. For every State Bag purchase, Stay Hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to an American child in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply a material donation. State Bag has your back, and part of the commitment is making a difference in local kids' lives. To get you ready for your commute or whenever you're traveling next, State is offering our listeners 15% off of their next purchase at statebags.com using the code POD. That's 15% off of your next purchase using the code POD, P-O-D, at statebags.com. State Bags, they have your back. Right, and the other thing is is that, like, to be honest with you, if anybody was driving like an asshole in this movie, she was. Because remember, what? the scene leading up to the interaction between her and Russell yeah. Crowe is she's driving on the shoulder, weaving yep. in and out of traffic because yep. she, her happy ass slept in. And I'm supposed <laughs> yep. to feel sorry for her being an and asshole to a complete her. stranger? Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. It's clear you don't know what a good podcast is. You're about to find out. Welcome to Films in Black and White, oh everybody. How are we doing? God. Did he really just <laughs> Pooping wow, earlier, folks. and it came I, out just the way I wanted it to. I didn't we did not know he was going to say that. So nope, we are nope, everybody. Shot from the hip this week. Wow. Um, for those of you that don't we've know, we've been what in pre pro for about 15 minutes now, and he didn't <laughs> well, mention any of this until he pit play. Nope. Just calling an audible. That's how I just live my life. Yeah, um, more importantly, welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. You could join us for episode 35, Licensed to Podcast. Um, it's a great day. We got a lot to get into this week. It is. Um, it is. Uh, but first, let's just go around the table, check in with everybody. Uh, Brian Rausch, how we doing? What's going on? Brian Rausch! You know what? Today is going really well. Had a good day at work. Had a good day with the kiddos. So yeah. I'm, in, I'm in good spirits. Uh, we uh, let's see here. What am I? What am I up to? What have I been watching and reading? Uh, so let's see here. I actually I, I am reading a book. I, I'm excited. Yeah. Went back into and then there were none by Agatha Christie and I like I cruised through like sixty pages of it. I'm halfway through. I know there's some people listening that have like you haven't read that or finished it before. No, I have not, but <laughs> I am reading it now. Hey, mind your business, right? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, yeah, just take that away. So, uh, yeah. What have I been watching? I finished The Boys season two. Um, oh, yeah. I remember if I talked about that last week, but yeah, we finished that. That's all good. That's all squared away. Um, and then, of course, Mandalorian. Uh, we're watching yeah. that. Watch the last episode of that too. So, just... no spiders, ladies and gentlemen. Snow spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If yeah, there's that... nothing worse than like not being able to see your feet in the snow, it's not being able to see a big ass spider in the snow. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Spoilers for Mando season two, episode two. But like, I it started off on a real high point because I was like, we got X wings. We're mm -hmm. chasing each other. I'm mm -hmm. into this. And then it ended and it was like, boy, I hope you don't have arachnophobia because that's <laughs> the last half of this episode. Just that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And did that episode feel quick to anybody else? Like, I felt like it was really fast. fast. Like, it was just kind of fast paced, which is fine. Well, the first the first episode was, I think, was longer than the than I think the premiere was longer than a typical episode. Yeah, I would have said. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, it was an hour long. Yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. Super legit. Thanks, Brian. Marcus J. Destin. What are you getting into? How you doing? Um, I just wanna. I'm setting. A, I'm setting driving music. I'm setting a tone. So. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that song, but it always makes me so happy. It's the only thing I can remember from this song. It's, I mean, it's got a good, it's got a good little hook to it. So, yeah. the Fast and Furious had a very good pocket, a very good soundtrack. Um, they just, it kind of went off the rails from just being on driving to going in space and a whole bunch of other stuff, and they kind of just threw me off. So, um, it's fine. Anyway, I'm okay. I'm doing pretty good. End of the semester is here, so it's kind of like, woo, toughing it out. Yeah, I'm shadow I'm boxing with myself again. Yep. So, um, that's pretty good. I did a lot of. Uh, I'm still reading Pedagogy of the Oppressed. I'm trying to find an audio version so I can be on the go while I'm like doing Oh, yeah. For real. So I need to find that probably quickly. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> just because it's a whole thing trying to read and walk and read and do things, and it's easier for you to like listen. Um, also, I did a lot of watching. I did some homework the other night. So I had a lot of medicine. I was up to like 3 a.m. I watched Doom. I rewatched Doom. Like um, Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson Doom? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I watched it, and I'm not going to lie to you, gentlemen. The movie was pretty solid. I, I really, really feel oh. like it was like kind of underrated the way that they, you know, combined the video game and the actual movie. Oh, and sure. The shots that they did. And, um, you know, it was just a, it was just a very very good movie, and so I, I, I rewatched Doom. I also started watching Lost in Space again because I really like that oh. show. But they take forever to like get that show That's out. That's really and, like, true. Yep. Get things going. Um, and then of course I watched our movie, and then I also um caught up on The Mandalorian. So nice. I'm caught up on everything. I I had this um itch to like watch Star Wars, okay. but my thing is like when it comes to Star Wars, I can't just pick one. And like, I yeah. wanted to watch one of the main stories, but right. it's like, I, if I watch three, cause I like Revenge of the Sith just because I like, um, it was something about that when that was like really good. And so for me, I wanted to watch Revenge, Revenge of the Sith, but I felt like I had to watch one, two and episode three. No. So, yeah. I, I gotta, yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I really <laughs> like Revenge of the Sith because of its soundtrack. Yeah. I, I think John Williams really, I really liked the score he drew up. And I think as far as like, like epic moment concern that mm-hmm. that battle the on the ground. volcano probably yeah, pro- yeah that was, that's i mean that that volcano really battle is pretty legit yeah. so not the tough. best lightsaber battle in my opinion well, in, uh, wow in, 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 oh, what do you think is the best lightsaber well, that is mm, okay okay oh, wow. so i don't, I don't want to take us off the rails here but no, i take believe, us off the rails we're already I off i believe of that the best lightsaber battle is the battle at the end of episode one between Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, oh, and Darth Maul. That also That's, is a good one, too. Because it's yeah. just, I mean, they're they're dealing with three people. The horn, the double the, light, Darth the Maul's got a double lightsaber, so there's yeah. a whole component there. So yeah. multiple levels. Like just, a, I, just, I think that one's super legit, but I think that yeah. the one in episode three takes a, a pretty close second for sure. The, what's interesting about that is the choreography in that, in that one is really good because there's oh, yeah. moments where they're not constantly fighting. There was a moment they literally had to sit and yep. wait, and Obi Wan had to wait for Qui Gon to like yeah. for the 
the shield to go oh, up yeah. um and and like they have these moments where you can just hear the lightsabers it wasn't a lot yeah. of heavy music and all you're hearing is is that sound and that's really good why i like episode three though is because this is it kind of things built up to this moment to see that Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Yeah. Sure. And I, and I think that all of that anger that Anakin has, it was kind of like you knew what was going to happen, but you didn't know how it was going to happen. And I think once we seen it, it was like, damn, he really let his anger get the best of him because he was legit with the lightsaber. Yeah, man. He was but it was it. just like, fuck, he just, his own pride got in his way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I, absolutely. And lastly, I will say I like episode three because it gives you two of the greatest lines delivered by El- Emperor Palpatine ever, which is, no! <laughs> and, and followed right after, do it. Like, that's my, every time he says do it, like, I, when do someone it. says, like, oh, man, I really don't want to go to work today. That's like, hilarious. Do it. Like, that's just, that's how I live my life. So, anyway, we've... We've really gone off the I, rails I could, like, talk for 15 minutes about Revenge of really the good. I'm glad yeah. you, I mean, I, I, I vibe with that. That's Can we what... also talk about how uh, Samuel Jackson, uh, his name slipped, his his movie name slipped in my mind. Mace uh, Windu. Mace Windu, Windu. sorry. Sorry, okay. Mace Windu. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Oh, Thank you. I got um, you. Mace Windu <laughs> is the strongest Jedi on the council. He took on a Sith Lord by himself, That's and true. the only reason he got beat was because Anakin turned on his ass. That's yep. true. Very that, different movie. I think didn't. that that I think that that is that should be spoken. That should be spoken on more. But whatever. No, it yeah. needs to be said because like the three guys he brings like to confront the Dark Lord of the Sith are like the <laughs> flimsiest like yeah. paper cut out Jedi. And he's hell? like, well, I guess it's I guess I got to do it myself. Right. Jesus. It's like, hey, I've been doing this for ten years, so I brought these guys who've been doing here yeah. six months with me just yeah. to see how they handle themselves. Like, I just want to see. <laughs> this is my first time on the job right after orientation. I just want to see what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. There's Star Wars fans screaming at me. They're like, Kit Fisco was there. How dare you? But yeah, it's fine. Like, they all like, we don't care. In like yeah, a we do not. We do not at all. Um, great. I will just launch into it because for second week, Doug, no one asked about Doug, how you. I'm doing. So I'm just going to kind of go into it. Doug Wagner, uh, tell us how you're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing well. Um, uh, just Why do we always forget to ask? I don't, I don't know. Because Doug is a very it's, good conversationalist. It's, he's the host, and so it makes it hard when the yeah. host is typically guiding the conversation, and yeah. it's hard to give it back to the host sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. I understand what my role is. Um, <laughs> I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm doing well. Things are going well. It's kind of been a crazy time around the Wagner house. Um, I haven't been getting to the gym as much as I've wanted to. Um, so that's fine. I mean, I've been sick and then we found out today Harper has hand, foot and mouth. So we got to figure out that nonsense for a little while, but other than that, everybody's doing well, work's going well. I mean, all things considered, I don't have a ton to complain about. So, um, but yeah, things are good. Things are good. Just kind of in a weird space. What have I been reading or watching? Um, I too am reading a book. I'm reading a book called Big Podcast. So just Ooh. trying to get some more information on places and ways in which we can take ourselves <laughs> to the next level. So just trying to get some more information. It's more of like a, I don't Big know, pod, just like yeah. an industry book, which is kind of cool. Um, but what have I been watching? Um, Brittany and I decided to get into Veep. Um, oh. We had watched like the first season back when it was on Amazon Prime for a little bit, um, and then 
we we liked it, but then you know they took it off of Amazon Prime, and now that right. we have HBO Max, we can dive into it. So we've been watching Veep, and we really really like that. Um, I watched this movie, and then I caught up on The Mandalorian. I've also been watching like I was one of those people who on Adult Swim really liked Harvey Birdman and Turning It Long. Oh. I've been watching that a lot just because that that's just tick. I mean, that's there's cool. something about it that I just think is so silly, um, and I really just really enjoy that. So, but that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm getting into. Um, so yeah, so good things all around. Glad everybody's doing well. Um, we need to shout out to two individuals who played Ooh. our Facebook game this week. Um, the quote that we had posted on the Facebook page was, um, it's a Sicilian morning. Uh, it means, oh, I can't remember, but it's the quote from The Godfather. Um, <laughs> and we need to shout out to- it's, Sic- it's a Sicilian message. It means Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. It means Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. So um, we need to- some balls in your mouth? Yeah, so we need to shout out to Maggie Roush, who continues her streak of getting- <laughs> And then we also need to shout out to Brittany Wagner because apparently the only two people who play this game are wives of the podcast. Um, and that's just kind of the situation that we're in on that. Cheered up for life partners, everybody. I would also the like to give a Nobody does it better. Very true. Our wives, nobody does it better. I'd also like to shout out Marcus for his guess at, I think it's from Toy Story 2. And just because I think there being a deleted scene where like, the prospector says that to Woody would just make me laugh oh, my ass off. Um, I totally so, missed that. Yeah, no, it was amazing. When I read that, I was like, God <laughs> damn it. Like, that's just the best thing I've ever read. Um, so, yeah, shout out to them um, for getting that correct. Again, follow us on social media to stay up to date on all the games we play with you, our community sure. of films and black and white listeners. Um, we have a new champion on the top of the leader bar. Yeah. Board, and that is Mr. Marcus J. Marcus the cream of the crop. Yeah, nobody did a gold medal performance last week, um, where he just got everything right. So we are going to kick it over to Marcus to tell and decide who goes first for this week's catch that quotable. Marcus, what do you got? All right, I'm actually going to go with Doug uh, because we didn't ask him how he was doing. So we're actually going to kick it off with Douglas Wagner. Okay. I'm going to try my best not to read this in an accent. However, knowing myself. That's probably not going to happen. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, you believe in Jesus now, huh, bitch? Good, because you about to meet him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me read oh. that one more time. Uh. Oh, you believe in Jesus now, huh, <laughs> bitch? Because you about to meet him. Wait, wait, Brian. He extended the O and the huh right before the bitch. I took some. I took some acting <laughs> liberties with it. Um, uh, I can make read it, it, make again it your own. You, yeah, you read it again, please. Do it again. Yeah, read it again. Oh, you believe it? <laughs> it's getting longer. And longer. I feel like I'm in like okay. a Second City workshop. Okay, okay, right okay. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, that was too much last time. But oh, do it your oh own. you believe in Jesus now, huh, bitch? Good, cause you about to meet him. Jesus, that's Christ. what I got. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be honest with you, right? I don't know what the fuck this is. I, I just enjoyed the reading so much. I mean, um, I feel like this is a person that is being attacked, or like they, it is a confrontation. Um, okay. Like who's bug it? Who's bug eyed talking to this person? That's 
it, it would make sense to um did this come from tennessee is it well, like where is the accent from maybe that would help because all i can think Fair. is like matthew mcconaughey for some reason but yeah okay all right uh Doug, give us give us our one word hint. I'm gonna, yeah our one word hint for this quote is western mm. <laughs> western uh, okay. damn what is this <laughs> well not feeling great about it but i'm i'm just i'm gonna go for it is this the 310 to yuma oh brian that's crazy because that's exactly what i was gonna think that was mind meld. Say. it is not 310 to oh. yuma but i appreciate you and marcus being on the same plane Damn. brian i was literally about to say that that's crazy oh marcus what do you got do you believe in great minds great minds oh i don't watch enough westerns to know um i'm gonna say is this the good the bad and the ugly this is not the good or bad, the ugly, or 310 to Yuma. This is said by Colonel Warren, played by Samuel L. Jackson in The Hateful Eight. Oh, I haven't watched that. Yeah, I haven't it's seen really that. good. Damn it. That sounds like oh, something I've, see, I've only seen that once. Okay. And yes, I think I know exactly the point yeah. that yep. quote is said. Yep. Okay. That was yep. good. I, wanted, was I tried to find something that was a little outside what i've brought before that's obviously nicholas cage movies are off limits but um yeah that's what i got for this week <laughs> yeah, that, that's a brian thing yeah i mean apparently it's like a super yeah. it's like i'm a mutant discovering their power <laughs> that, yo imagine professor x inviting you in the house and oh, that's your yeah. power that yeah. would be they'd be like wait this guy shoots ice this guy shoots beams out of his eyes what do you do <laughs> i can identify a, a nicholas cage quote whenever it's said I'm ready to go. <laughs> Maybe you at home when the Sentinel show up. That's hilarious. All right, Marcus, who's going next? Um, let's go with Brian. All right, Brian. All right. All right, here we go. Pulling up my quote. Of course. Great. I can't find it. Now I have. Here we go. <laughs> Talk us through it. We're going away from you, away from the Duke. Oh shit. That was, I apologize. I meant to start earlier. I'm going to give you a little bit more context. Sorry. Okay. He loves me, Harold, and that is worth everything. We're going away from you, away from the Duke. Wait a minute. I know this. I'm going to say the whole thing again. Oh, drop my mic. That's how professional I am. Look at that. Sorry, everybody. Doug, have fun with that in post. Sorry. <laughs> All right. One more time. He loves me. He loves me, Harold, and that is worth everything. We're going away from you, away from the Duke. I mean, I have a, I mean, I, I have a feeling of what this is from, but it almost what, feels too you, on the nose. Can you, can you give me like a genre? <laughs> that's not. That's the. That's like his one-word hint. No, can like, can you? No, no, no. Can Doug give me a genre? Because oh, that oh. would help. I mean, I think this is from a comedy, personally. I think this is from a comedy. Okay. But that's just my knee-jerk reaction. So, I don't know. Um, I'm ready to drop that hint. Okay, yeah. Drop that thunder. Red. Thunder. The hint what? is red. The hint is red? Oh, God. Now I really <laughs> don't know what this is. Red. You know what? The only thing I can think of is that movie Red with all the older people in it, like Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman. And I can see how you would get there. That's because that's the only thing. Red. 
red. That's too spot on for the title to be red. Yeah. All right, let me give you my guess while Marcus makes up his mind. Sure. My uh, guess, and it's only because the word Harold was in the line. Is this Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, Brian? It is not. It okay. is not. That's, Harold and Kumar this, go to White Castle. I this appreciate sounds like, your inferencing skills. That's, I mean, that's, that's I tried interesting. to. Oh, wait a minute. That, I, wait but, a minute. I don't know. Why did you guess that? That's interesting. Because it sounds like, you know, they have a fight in the movie. <laughs> And it sounds like they're having, you know what I mean? Like they had that fight on the college and I don't remember well enough. So I was like, well, maybe this is it. So anyway. Okay. You know what? You know what's funny? This is a woman saying this. Okay. But the only thing that, the only thing that, (laughs) please don't judge me. The only person I can think of right now that's in my head for some reason. What is her first name? Last name Kidman. Nicole? Yes, okay. but I just don't know why. But I, is it is it this? What is a movie Nicole Kidman's been in? Oh, what the God. fuck? <laughs> like Jesus Christ! Marcus went from having a movie to having an actor, and <laughs> then I'm just, like, I just, because <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Then I thought, is this Nicole Kidman? Then I thought about Tom Cruise for some reason, and then I said, is this this movie? What's that movie? Black and Black and Night, Day and Night, where it was like, you remember that movie? Day and Night. With Tom it was Cruise? Like, yeah, it was called Day and Night. So I'm going to make a guess at Day and Night, and I know that it's wrong, but I just want <laughs> process to Holy get in there. Shit. I'm, I'm only excited to know what this movie is just to see if his free association got in Marcus, there. you are killing me. This movie is Moulin Rouge, and the lead is Nicole Kidman. Oh, is the lead? I've never seen Moulin Rouge before. Is Nicole Kidman really in that movie? Yes. She is the lead. She is the main center of that entire movie. Damn. Because I don't... Is it Ewan, yeah. McGre- Ewan McGregor plays across her, right? Yes. 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 Yep. Yeah. What is that I mean, movie he's about? The co-lead, but I mean, it's the Nicole Moulin Kidman Rouge movie, uh, like. uh, Burlesque Club in France. Yes. Yes. Never... And the movie. I... Oh my god! I highly. I mean, it's a musical. It's a good love story. It's flashy. <laughs> like it I love. Sounds it. like you've already seen it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on, no, but don't mind me. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, wow, that yeah, was... that's incredible. You know, that's been a long time since I've seen that. That was back when we did. A I lot have of those, seen like... this goddamn okay. movie. Was, oh I my like, god! Judge, the, the, sure you said seen. the red, the red dress uh, is is the uh, Just red. Okay. Yeah. Yes, got it. Yes, got it. That was okay. oh fuck! God damn it! <laughs> Shit! You were this so is close. Isn't it weird? This is what I love about movies. You can watch something and don't know for how long, and for yeah. some reason. It will be embedded in your head, and it takes one moment to really like oh, just yeah. bring that whole thing, that whole experience back. I really can't believe that. Yeah, yeah, that's really nuts. That's okay, all right, Damn. Yeah. okay, all right, Marcus, bring quote. us home. I need to find my quote. I was looking for it while uh, Brian was doing this. Okay, <laughs> don't, don't knock over your mic. <clears throat> You're good, baby. I'll give you that. But me, I'm magic. Oh shit! This sounds familiar. <laughs> You're good, baby. I'll give you that. But me, I'm magic. Oh, what is on my music? Oh, it is. Okay, I, I mean, I have my brain's going in a lot of different directions. Yeah, a lot of different directions. Because I don't know if this is someone talking to someone. I mean, this is a competition between a man and a woman. I don't know if it's romantic or if it's... Okay. 
like aggressive, like it's violent, like I can't tell and I can't quite place it. I'm really gonna need him to give me that one word hint, or otherwise. Alright, yeah. yeah. Alright, one word hint. Uh, one word hint is gonna be darts. Darts. I'm really mad I didn't get that movie. Just it's gonna be darts. I'm, I'm, I have a gut feeling. I have a gut feeling. Go, go with, with it, it, Brian. Go for it. Go with you're good, Doug. Brian. Go with it, Brian. Go with it, Brian. Is this Daredevil with Ben oh! Affleck? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is! It is! It is! And this is the it line is by Colin Farrell's bullseye. It is, and guess who the, says it? It I, is bullseye. Colin yeah. Farrell. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The Daredevil himself. Shut I'm hitting all the buttons. <laughs> I'm hitting all the buttons for this guy. I Listen, I loved that. all of that. That was great. That oh was great. God. Gunshot for Brian. That was great. I oh wow. I would like to give a special thanks to Jennifer Garner because yeah, reasons I kept watching that movie. That's um, true. I had a mild crush on her when that movie came out. And yeah. I just kept watching it, and I think that's, not it's part of that is embedded as in my brain. So <laughs> that's, think, that's like Moulin Rouge is embedded in mine. Yeah, that's very true. Well, this is good. Quotes all around. I mean, I know yeah, we I'm say that solid, every week, solid. like, oh, good game, good game. But like, this was really like, these were good, kind of out there that not off yeah. the beaten path style yeah. quotes. Um, before we get into uh, this week's movie, yeah. really quick, just round the table, any news worth mentioning that we want to cover this week while we sort of, uh, before we jump into the movie? Brian? Yes, I have a piece of news <laughs> I would like to share. Okay, all right. Uh, what do you was, got, Brian? So, uh, Lucasfilm is releasing a, another archives book. You may have been familiar with this. They released archives uh, regarding um, basically everything up to Return of the Jedi that George oh, sure. Lucas had made. Um, so this is the new one. There's more stuff and there's more quotes from Lucas and there's like a bunch of headliner items, but essentially one of the things that I read in one of the summaries, because the book's already out, I guess, in uh, Britain. Uh, England and so people were already talking about it and basically Lucas had this idea of like how to do episodes seven eight and nine and Darth Maul would come back and we'd learn more about midichlorines and the wills and rebuilding the Jedi Academy and so that was my piece of news I found it fun um yeah found it fun but i also saw a bunch of people on the internet being like this is so much better and i'm just like nah man i'm good like i'm happy yeah. with what we have yeah. we don't need to rehash this yeah. so that's my that's my news that that's yeah. where i'm at for sure it's, i, I mean really good. darth maul has always been one of those characters that has characters that like intrigues me and i, right. I every time he shows up there's a part of me that's like oh he's such a cool character so mm-hmm. i get from that angle wanting to know totally. more about it um but I, yeah, I mean, I'm happy with what we got. So, <laughs> yeah, I will agree with that. I mean, Darth Maul—they bring him back in um, in the animated version of mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yep, the Clone yes. Wars. And so I thought that that was good. Yeah. Um, you know, like a good full circle moment for him and his character. Um, also, I liked when he was in. Uh, was he in Rogue One or was he? He was in, in Solo. Solo. He was in like Solo for like two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I thought that was really good too. So, yeah, yep. it is what yeah. it is. All right, yep. cool. Right. Marcus, yeah. what do you got? Anything worth mentioning for news this week? Uh, sure. How hungry are you guys? 
Uh, I mean, I eat. I've eaten. I'm all right. Oh, that's great. Um, because Mountain Dew and um, Fandom uh, is now in, a, in an exciting partnership. And, and they are drawing inspiration from amazing people. And, and they are going to try to pay back the love they show us every single day. Um, that is what Dew Marketing, uh, head of marketing, Nicole Portwood, said. They're making a cookbook, okay? Um, here's what's oh, happening. Geez. You want some recipes filled with Mountain Christ. Dew shit? Um, that is what's happening here. Um, the cookbook is titled The Big Bold Book of Mountain Dew Recipes. It is a limited edition edition affair and will only be available on the do nation website beginning can i give you the subtitle for that book sure what is it what you got a user's user's guide to cook their way to diabetes like that's that's what that sounds right that sounds like the big cookbook of do cook your way to diabetes like that's basically what that is they used to talk about weed being a gateway drug i really feel like mountain Dew is a gateway to crack um just because of how it makes my teeth feel it's just never really fun so no. I don't think they should do this, but let me tell you some of the recipes that they're going to have. So oh, the cover price Christ. for this book is going to be $30 and it will feature recipes in the following categories. Um, badass breakfast, um, mm -hmm. dipping with dew, dew does dinner, satisfying sides, dang good desserts, and liquid legends. Um, for badass breakfast, dew lovers can whip up fluffy green short stacks and iconic green eggs and ham that are worth getting out of bed for. <laughs> and um, you can use... <laughs> Code red brisket and Mountain Dew live wire brine turkey will have you call it for seconds. Oh, sign me up for anything involving code red. Oh, a code red brisket? Really like, quick. Do they have anything with pitch black? Um, they do not. Then get the fuck out of here. They do not. I do not want do not. any part of that. No, if they're not going to okay. bring pitch black into, if they're not going to make, uh, you know, like pitch black burritos and i am right. not interested in that at all also, but what about a mountain dew salsa and barbecue sauces somebody should i don't know who came up with this but they should be tried for war crimes yeah. this is yeah. fucking awful like yeah. no one should use yeah. this no I, I, i'm Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Brian. What's really funny to me is so so Maggie with thelovenerds.com. I don't know if you've heard me talk about that before. So a lot of times it. like vendors or marketing companies will pitch bloggers to be like, hey, can you make a meal? So like I could totally see Mountain Dew being like, hey, for the holidays, do something with Mountain mm -hmm. Dew or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the idea of like, no, 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 you pay us money. But <laughs> you can make with Mountain Dew and you're gonna yeah. like it. Like yeah. it just does this really yeah. like yeah, you know, it's it sounds like Tenet. It sounds it sounds like yeah. exactly what Christopher Nolan did with Tenet. He bought it to us and said, "No, you're gonna like this shit. And if you fuck it up, it's on you." I mean, I mean yeah, pretty $30 much. Dollars for a book is like for. A, I mean, it's funny, but it's something. If I look back two years later, I'm just gonna be like, "Why the fuck did I buy this?" I mean, maybe you buy this as like a yeah. stocking stuffer. I don't know. I, Who the fuck likes Mountain Dew that much? I mean, there are some people out there that are big like do the do heads and they always got to have their do every day but i mean jesus oh, can you. we i just you know who's pissed about this gordon ramsay like i oh, bet he is just fucking livid yeah, like i'm sure he's really mad about this listen drink, oh. drink water drink please some, drink water and that mountain dew please. is gonna take your teeth out one by one so just crack I mean, methamphetamine is probably cheaper if you're looking to do dental work on yourself oh my God. like <laughs> it's probably cheaper so oh maybe God. just don't like no. <laughs> Don't, using don't do, meth seriously don't do meth thank you please thank <laughs> you like, films in black and white does not endorse the use of meth or any other thank you <laughs> the first heat telling people to take their teeth out using meth what yeah. the hell going on yeah this, this is, is in oregon <laughs> this is oregon um 
Okay, really quickly, let me give you my news before we go down this whole rabbit hole about Mountain Dew. Um, So David Fincher, uh, director of Seven, Zodiac, The Social Network, pretty famous director, um, he announced in an interview with a European uh, news source that he has signed a four-year exclusive deal with Netflix to make them like movies and TV shows and other things. So all of the things he does going forward are going to exclusively release on the Netflix platform. Um, The big one that he is currently working on is called uh, Mank. And that is starring Gary Oldman. And Gary Oldman announced this week that he was just like tired while he was shooting. And a quote came back from this particular interaction where he looks at David Fincher and he goes like, this is like the hundredth take. Like, I'm just yeah. tired. And David Fincher goes, yep. And now we're going to do 101. Like, it's just kind of like he's pushing him. Um, wow. But this is getting a lot of buzz around Hollywood that it could potentially be an Oscar worthy film. Yes. Um, so it's a super cool thing. That's um, interesting. And, and super cool that David Fincher um, would sign that type of deal with a yeah. streaming service. Um, I think that if we get more of these directors willing to do that, you know, it might tell us a little bit about where the industry is going. So. But that's my piece of news uh, this week. Could you? How do you? How do you fix that after after you tell somebody, "Yep, and we're gonna do a hundred and one"? Like, do you don't bite know. the bullet and be like, "I see the vision," or is it? Do we need five and just a breather before I knock your fucking head off? Like, <laughs> I mean, which one is it? Part of I it, mean, I mean, is go ahead, Brian. Well, so I took a I took a film course, um, and I and I helped. I, let me rephrase this. Uh, at a previous institution, I helped teach a film course, um, and uh, basically, I had a theater person. We it was a co-taught course, and I was teaching more of the like college one hundred and one things, and he was teaching more of the film stuff. And basically, he had a connection, and we did like a field trip. Uh, we went basically just down the street, though, um, to where they filmed. Uh, it was Johnny Depp and Christian Bale. Um, I am totally, it was directed by Michael Mann. I'm totally public enemies. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. This basically a uh, period piece set in the twenties and Robin Banks and Johnny Depp was Dillinger. Yep. And I guess Michael Mann, we talked to one of the supporting folks and he was like, Oh yeah, Michael Mann, he'll make you do it like 150 times. That's just how he does it. And like, yeah, it's just like, I don't understand how you can do that. And yeah. then, damn. And so I'm thinking of that as we're hearing Gary Olin be like, dude, I think we got it. And having Fincher be like, no, we don't. <laughs> and yeah. so I, th- those types of directors, I always feel like you don't, the, the way this, I bring it back is that you don't feel like those types of directors sign these types of deals very often because they right. like having a little bit of that autonomy. So uh-huh. I am curious, but at the same time, I mean, Netflix has money. They have cash. Yeah, they have yep. so much cash that you just pull up enough dump trucks to Fincher. I'm sure he'll. Right. Yeah. Right. And this is a step in the, I mean, this is huge for them as a streaming service because the Irishman was nominated for yeah. several like awards in the last Oscar season. So to sign somebody who's going to turn out and potentially like legitimize you in the industry <laughs> yeah, about getting you an true. Oscar. Like that's a big deal. And you're right. Like, I think, you know, these directors are certainly pretty firm and they're like, we stay here till we get the shot. And I don't tell right. you until we have it. Like, and so right. it, it sounds insane to us, but I think around the business, like that's for people who really take it seriously and want to do something good. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty common practice for the most part. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, that's um, almost as crazy as that Christopher Nolan thing of like, he doesn't put chairs out. So nobody can sit down because that, <laughs> yeah. that report came out of what filming the Batman and then somebody yep. else said, yeah, he does not do that. 
And I just, I, I'm interested in being like, if I'm an actor, who has the right to say when is when? Is right. it the, direct, the director directing or the actor acting? And it's like, what is he really looking for in these 150 takes? I'm not saying that that's a right. wrong process, right. but is it something that, is there a point he wants to reach with that actor physically that he feels like, and 103 is the one because you hit your limit at 100? So I don't know. You know who we should ask about this? We should email Rashina Nash because oh, she works yeah. in the business and email her and yeah. say like, email her and say like, hey, like you've worked in the business before. When an actor signs a contract, do they sign it until it's completed, or like, do you know anything about the contract yeah. stuff? It'd be just kind of here. Like we do have a connection in the business, so you know we could actually like. The cream of the cross. This is everybody. Everybody today. Everybody today. Um, All right. Well, let's get into let's get into this week's movie because Fat Russell Crowe. We gotta talk about Fat Russell Crowe here for a second. So, for those of you that that don't know, um, this week we watched the movie Unhinged. Um, Unhinged is the most insane thing that I think I've ever seen in a while. Um, Before (laughs) I have uh, Marcus give us his barbershop summary, I'm just going to run down some fast facts um, about this particular movie. So, um, Unhinged came out in August of this year. Um, It is starring Russell Crowe. Karen Pistorius, Gabriel Bateman. Um, Gabriel Bateman played the little kid in the new Child's Play. Um, mm. Jimmy Simpson, he has been, he plays one of the McPoyle brothers from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And Austin McKenzie. Uh, it was directed by Derek Bort. Um, for the most part, minus Russell Crowe and Jimmy Simpson, including the director, this is everybody's first movie. Um, oh, wow. For the most part, this is everybody's first big picture. Now, the one caveat to that is Karen Pistorius was in um, – that movie about the cities that move around um, that I can't remember the name of. Is that the one where they're on top of the the machines and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a sci-fi movie. It had Hugo Weaving in it, and I can't remember the title of it to save my life. But like I said, for the most part, this is everybody's first or second major feature um, in film. Mortal Engines. Yeah, the Mortal Mortal Engines. Engines. So this is, everybody has been in at least one movie uh, from an acting perspective. Um, So this is everybody's first or second take with things um the budget for this movie was 33 million dollars um it grossed 41 million dollars um really yep and the reason why that it grossed 41 is because like i said back in august um it was one of the few so we had this like really weird section between end of july and kind of end of august where theaters were like maybe stuff's calming down maybe we can open up this mm-hmm. movie released right when they were kind of getting to that point. So this was a test run for a lot of studios and theaters to say, what if we released a movie, would people show up? So people did, and they obviously showed up enough to be able to like make it this much money, but it also made that money internationally and via mm-hmm. video on demand. So, wow. but it made its money back plus a little bit. I mean, I don't think it's considered a smash hit, but it's certainly it not a bust. I mean, you got a profit off of it. Yeah, for sure. You made because a they bit did, of money because they it. did what, Brian? What did they do, Brian? They, just released, <laughs> they released it, it in oh, both platforms. Thank both. you. Yep, exactly right. So yeah, they did both. So that's kind of the fast facts about the movie. Kind of gives everybody a, a, an idea. So Marcus, give yeah. us your barbershop summary before we really unpack this movie. Oh boy. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. This is. I don't even know. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. Bet. Here's what happened. <laughs> listen. Um. 
<laughs> Listen, you're speechless just, this week. Because I don't even know where to start. That's <laughs> literally, yeah. literally, the movie kicks us off with him beating somebody's head in in the house. Doesn't give us no type of introduction. Doesn't yep. give any type of formal nothing. So, uh, and then he ends up in traffic. And of course, just like everybody else, you know how traffic be pissing people off. You know what I mean? So, like, this is what happened. They wanted to make a movie that was relatable to being pissed off in traffic and all the little naughty shit you be thinking in your head when you be flicking people off and cussing people out when they cut you off. They made a movie exactly about that, except multiplied it times 35. Okay? So, what <laughs> What they did was they got a Russell Crowe from Gladiator, but he don't look like Russell Crowe from Gladiator. He looked no, like Professor you. Clump from uh from from uh, <laughs> the Nutty Professor. And so what they did was they bought him in here, and we don't really know if it's a fat suit. Oh, actually, we figured out it's not a fat it's suit. Not he's just fat really suit. I did like that it. research. It's not he's a fat saying, suit. Yeah, it's not a fat suit. So they bought Fat Russell Crowe out here, um, and he was like, "Are you not entertained?" And then he hopped in the car, and um, you know, lady lady with bad attitude, and she's very prideful, very very prideful lady, um, who has a kid, and she's. Very very irresponsible and prideful, which is a terrible Very combination. irresponsible. And a terrible driver. So let's just go ahead and give it the, let's go ahead and do the whole shebang. So then this is this lady, right? She get a little bit impatient because they had the light. He ain't really moving, but you know, my dog going through some things. He just murked like, he just killed like three people this morning. <laughs> and so like, you know, he's going through some things. He's contemplating life. He don't know, you know, maybe he was regretting his decision. He's sitting in traffic. She goes, she goes, and he was like, you know, motherfucker. And then they drive past his ass. And then he run past, he, he meets up with him, tells us tell the little boy to roll the window down it was like yo you know what a courtesy tap is and he's like beep, 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 you know what i'm saying something nice he all he asked for was an apology that's all the man wanted was an apology he even apologized first he apologized first all he wanted was apology this lady did not budge she said no fuck you i said what i said and i meant what i meant and drove off and he told this lady you're gonna have a very bad day he then proceeds which i i commend him for being a man of his word to give her the most true. fucked up day she has ever had in the existence of existence yeah. he made her pick who was gonna die next she just got fired that morning he apparently just got divorced um he done sent twenty eight thousand dollars over to the husband and money uh the kid about to get beat up he done lit the fire one person on fire stabbed another person multiple times i mean he done it's piss all over the place gasoline terrible cops it's a it's a road raging movie um you know if you ever just want to like kick it and watch something that's really casual so um, that's kind of what happened in the movie Oh my God! Um, that, is, that is basically yeah. That's the yeah, that's basically it. That's really basically it. Uh, I don't think we really need to get too much into. Are we it, wrapping but... it up? All right, I'll see y'all later, y'all. This has been another episode of Fiddles and Black and White. Wash your ass and read a book, y'all. See, we'll see you later. All right, all right. Let's let's unpack this. That's a very good yeah. summary, but let's oh, unpack hold on. some of this. Let's give them the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's there's a there's a lot. In some of those, in a little, in others. Um, yeah, let's start. Let's, <laughs> let's let's start off. Let's start off with the good. What about this hot. movie? And you know what? I'm gonna jump us off. What about this movie is good? What did we like? Let me just jump us off. Yeah, I think, as far as an action movie is concerned, okay. I mean, it certainly had some entertaining moments. And as off the wall as some of this shit is, it did make me go like. <laughs> Oh my god, like it did have its like entertaining <laughs> moments. Um so I mean it, it it certainly was like exciting, like it certainly was fun to watch. It's just completely <laughs> fucking absurd. Brian. <laughs> Brian's face is hilarious. I, I, I am just I, I I'm flummoxed. Like, <laughs> I, I just great word. 
it's the only way I can just like it. I I'm speechless because I understand like why kind of why this movie got made. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, are we are we talking about the good? Let me. Yes, we're talking we, about we had the, the good. good. We had the good. We I'm had gonna, the good. I'm going to save that for later. So the one good thing about this movie, Uh-oh. I will <laughs> give it out to Karen Pistorius. She acks like her voice just ends on it with <laughs> what she has. Shout you and I are going to disagree on this when I get to the bad. Bro. Oh, okay, that's thanks. <laughs> but to me, I saw an actress that was like, "Look, this is another movie." <laughs> I just gotta get through it. I just I'm gonna be with Russell Crowe. It's fine, and then I'm done. Like this it's Russell Crowe. It'll go really well. Maybe I'll get another <laughs> movie out of it. But okay. it was like this vibe of like she gave it her all. Like yep. she told things to do, and she did them. And I that was her performance was was the most believable out of all of them. Um, okay, I yeah. will say that. Okay, all right. I mean, I disagree in some parts, but I overall I agree with that. Like you're right. I mean, she she did the best she could with what she had, and yes, um, yeah. So, Marcus, what 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 pieces of this movie did you like? Okay, here's the thing, gentlemen. I like the movie. Um, oh, okay. Marcus. I, I like the movie. Okay. I, I liked it because uh, I, yeah, it is though. Because here's the, here's here's. <laughs> my thinking and i might contradict this when we get to the bad and i nitpick the fuck out of it yep. but it's only because i like this movie because i liked watch it 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 fulfilled its pers- purpose of being entertaining entertainment yep, that's fair and so for me it was like i'm watching this film where it's so much shit going on and honestly gentlemen it really felt like something new in a world where it was like Okay. Just the sure. kind of the same movie you're watching the same thing kind of all the time. It really took me to a different place that I was kind of like, I didn't know I wanted to be here, but <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of glad I came and just yeah. was like, I'm here. So like that that was my thing about the movie, which is my number one good was like it was entertaining. Sure. It was it was yeah. good. Now, some of the situations that people are in and some of the things that happen are it is a very much so a movie world because yeah. some of this shit shouldn't just shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure. outside of that, I think the gist of the movie and the excitement in it, the action in it, how yeah. things were executed, the act, some of the, the acting is really good because you really get to see a fucked up Russell Crowe and he really makes uh, you believe Jesus like this guy is sick in the fucking I mean, head and I forget it's Russell Crowe. I really would like to know what happened to him because, I mean, he's a little oh. bit of a character actor, like where yeah. he'll dive deep into yeah. some of these roles. Yeah. I want to know where he, what experience he pulled this from. Like, I know yeah. he's a little bit of a rage monster when he's just walking around Hollywood. He's not necessarily a nice guy, but this is – this is Rage to a monster. new level. I gotta be honest. He, I mean, kind of to that point, like he really brought it in this. I mean, he really definitely was believable as somebody who was teetering on the edge of his own sanity. Um, and I think in the other aspect that, to back up your point, uh, Marcus, is that he, this movie, the action sequences were done really, really well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they were well choreographed. There wasn't this part of it where I was like, oh man, they clearly missed a mark with that. I mean, it's clear that that $33 million budget went toward making sure these action sequences mm-hmm. looked believable. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you that. I'd say that's maybe my other good part of it. So so here, here's my other good. I think that I think it was a solid plot. I think it was not overly complicated. Um, nope. It's 88 minutes, Jesus. But um, <laughs> it, like, minutes. 
I think that he it served its purpose. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Um, one of my downfalls, which I'm not going to necessarily put in the bed, is like they showed everything in the trailer. So, uh, like, for me, I wouldn't have done that. But I, I definitely enjoyed I feel like the, um, I don't know what you call this um, in the industry, but all every time that they were on the highway driving or something like that, the way that the shots are set up and the way that they do the, the destruction in it and, like, mm-hmm. really building that up, I enjoyed that. The 18-wheeler yeah. hitting the car the uh, or the concrete truck hitting the police car um the wreck the driving in and out of the traffic and that kind of stuff like it really made you forget that they can't there's no way that they're in what is it la traffic there's no way that they're in la traffic i mean they were in california traffic at the very least i mean they weren't driving like really because that's not how that works there but they were but it did make me but it did make me feel like um that i was in the experience and i was and i i enjoyed the experience of the movie watching i was telling doug brian that i was like for me it felt like i was not necessarily just an audience member or and and it wasn't like i was in the protagonist shoes it really felt like i was in traffic with them watching all of this shit happen and being like god damn that guy's having a fucked up day like (laughs) i would hate to be her and then just going on about my day and about my business and being like watching the news and it it was almost like i was watching the news and being like damn all that shit happened today like what the fuck going on and then went right to bed like so that's why i I enjoyed the movie yeah for sure um brian anything else that you'll add to the good that you have because i don't think i y'all making me feel like the odd man out i, I mean that's no, fine I, I will be I mean, i'll be the rebel today that's fine I, look at brian <laughs> really chomping at the bit just get to the bed just go to the no, bed I, this movie the there's a good thing this that this movie made me laugh yeah um that's good yeah that's it, good. it yeah. did it did entertain me it did entertain me and it made me laugh even if it wasn't at inappropriate points it did yeah. make me laugh like so i said that it, was a good that was a good it thing. had that's some true. entertainment value one way or another whether you watched it and were like this is the most ridiculous thing i ever watched or whether yes. you are on the yes. market side of things of like man it really took me there and it was an experience and i felt like it was oh wait wait wait, story. wait 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 you're making it sound like i'm talking about goddamn uh uh, uh what's the broadway something on broadway or something hamilton or something like that all i'm saying is <laughs> no, I'm just, i just I, thought it was entertaining I'm, I'm just saying like we, i'm just saying like you can come to this i think maybe this is what i'll say before we switch to the bad is you can come to this movie from either place uh, for sure i have an open mind i'm willing to treat this as a just a story and an experience i'm going to just be along for the ride mm-hmm. or you can be like you can realize that in the first five minutes he lets a match burn down to his fingertips and go oh shit this is going to get really weird <laughs> Like you can do either one of those things. Okay, so before we leave the good, can we at least commend Russell Crowe for his acting? Uh, Because I think I already did, but I'll do it again. (laughs) Made you feel like he was teetering on the edge of insanity. I don't know, man. Was I don't know. Was he acting like? <laughs> That's, like you see what I'm saying? I don't know if I can commend him because it's like, is this you? Like, is this just you, man? Like, I yeah, can't tell yeah, from yeah. everything I know about yeah. you, yeah. But he, he was there and he looked angry. I would have been scared. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would completely agree. But yeah, I mean, he really. I mean, he took you there. I mean, he. He let he some inner demon. He worked through some shit on the set of yeah. this particular movie. He took a but, cold shower that morning. Oh, he had to have. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. 
Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. Um, but let's transition into the bad. I have a feeling we're going to have a lot in this particular section and I want Brian to start us off. So Brian, what about this movie? Do you, what first thing about this movie do you feel like didn't work? Come on, give it to him, Brian. Oh man. I think for me, this movie, it, it, for me, it was very clearly like, this is the basic premise. This guy's mad and people were like yeah okay tell me more they're like that's it the guy's mad (laughs) and they're just like oh that's it that's it okay great we'll go make this movie like it just yeah that's fair you know like i just i need like to even like invest in crow's character like i just he's just listed as man by the way his credit in Um, on imdb is man does he not have a he doesn't have a name in the movie now he gives a false name to the guy in the diner but the way he's credited on imdb is russell crow plays man yes and I understand artistic expression and all that stuff, like to make him an everyday man. Like that's the vibe I'm thinking they're trying to go for. He's an everyday man, but like nothing, you're given nothing to be like, I sympathize with you. And I can't believe I'm going to make this comparison, but like Joker, it's like, it has these Joker vibes of like a guy done wrong. Yeah. And at least with Joker, there's so much lore and you, you see the things that happen to him. You're like, oh, he's messed up because of like A, mm-hmm. B and C. Mm-hmm. Yes. You just jump in to this movie and Russell Crowe's literally doing the joke from like Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Noir of like, just I just burned him down in my mesh. Yep. To like true. see he pops how far the, the fire he can pops go down three to oxycodone. Then he lets the match Hold burn on. down to his fingertips, and then Listen. he walks into a house with a crowbar and a gas, a can of gasoline. My guy is having a rough day. Y'all just aren't <laughs> giving it to him. He's having a hard day. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to like jump in here, but this is the part of the movie that's bad for me. Is that at what point in time do we say this is beyond a bad fucking day? Okay, like, like <laughs> this is. This is not just like a, because in my mind, and maybe this is the spectrum for me, but a bad day is like, I'm late, like my kids are being difficult and I'm late for work. And then my boss is a jerk. Like those are kind of bad days. This woman is tortured for the better part of 88 minutes. Her brother is lit on fire. Her son is almost choked out. She loses her cell phone to a maniac Mm -hmm. and Everybody gets to watch her drive like a complete fucking moron for 88 Uh-oh. minutes. So like I this is beyond a bad day. Like people are dying. This is not just a bad day. This is like psychotic. And so that's where I'm like this whole like, oh man, you're gonna learn what a bad day is. I mean, for me, if I 
this is how you're gonna learn how a bad day is okay i snuck into your house and i took a shit on your porch hope you learned <laughs> that's what a bad day is pretty gross isn't it like i don't almost on. prefer somebody whoop my ass i don't know but if still, i want to shit on my damn porch i mean this is just i mean i feel like this is just excessive at some point in time and it did definitely toward the middle part and end feel like jesus this doesn't end like it's just <laughs> when does this because i had this genuine question of like when does he just kill her like wouldn't that be easier like this seems like like excessive so well he anyways. well he said he didn't want to kill her because no. he wanted her to remember everything he was going to kill everybody yes. around her but wanted her to remember when she went to therapy the next day yes um, yes but yes. i anyway. will agree one of the downfalls of this movie for me is going to be the length of it i just yeah. feel like either a it could have ended when she and she just apologized and this movie would have been over in the first 15 minutes yeah it would have been fine don't be so damn prideful apologize he said hey can you give me an apology back she was like no fuck you i don't i don't have anything to apologize for i'm like god damn like you, i mean it ain't that serious like safety you got a kid in the back and this motherfucker looks crazy as hell and right. fat and sweaty so like let's like you know that's kind of a, a sign that you probably shouldn't do that and correct um, me if i'm wrong but did he have blood i had this question and maybe y'all noticed this but when he was sitting in the truck in traffic did he have blood on his shirt from that morning he might have how I do you know like i have blood on your shirt i don't know but i saw something and i was like so you want i mean she yep. watched somebody have blood on his shirt and Maybe she you, thought it was a jelly donut. Who then asked, no, well, with 350-pound right. Russell right. Crowe, he has blood on his shirt, and he's saying, like, can't you say you're sorry back? Regardless, I'm like, this guy's insane. Yeah, no, I'm really sorry. I don't know sorry. if you can see this. You're right. But should... he, it's, like, on his collar. Yeah, it's like on his collar. Down. Man, so, is, yes. and man has blood on his shirt. The yes, production on good. films in black and yes. white is through the roof. We just had Brian, <laughs> like, just, like, zoom in on our whole I may not have enjoyed this movie, but I took it seriously. Be... <laughs> did I take pictures of Russell Crowe? You bet I did. Yeah. I took those pictures. When are you going to see a 350-pound uh... Russell Crowe again? You're not. It's true. It's once in a lifetime, it's like true. Blue Moon. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, sorry. I, just I feel thought, like I stepped like... on somebody's toes. No, it's all good. I just felt like mine was, it was the movie was long. I mean, 88 minutes, you could have told the story in maybe 65, 70 minutes. Yeah, well, I, I, I would have felt a little bit better. Here's the other thing. This feels like a Lifetime movie, but yeah, like somebody decided to be like, no, we got to make it gory. And they're like, well, we can't mm. put that on Lifetime. And they're like, I'm going to go make my own movie. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And that yeah. this is exactly what it yeah. feels like. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'll get to this point when I get into the ugly of like what I would do differently, but I agree. You either need to make a choice to make it shorter and put it on something like HBO Max or on like a streaming service, or you need to commit to doing the storytelling to get people invested and make it, dare I say, longer. Like you either need to commit to making us invest into your characters, or you need to say, no investment needed. You're staying here for the torture element of it. And right. it's just going to be a little bit shorter and we're going to cut some of this other stuff out. So, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in on a bad here because I've hinted sure, at it. Go ahead. I, I have a bone to pick with this particular woman and her driving. And I am heated about it and okay. I have a lot of things to say about it. Go ahead. I don't know if this woman has ever driven with a child in the back seat before, but I have never had a conversation with my son or with my daughter where I am taking my eyes off the road for about a minute. 
Um, and if um, in South Dakota, I might get away with taking my eyes off the road for a minute because uh, there's not a lot of people here. But gee, I'm not going to get away with that shit in California. This motherfucker's driving into onto an on ramp and she's like, what are you doing? Should we He's do another off. spelling? What He's are we going to do? You're just, He's lost this it, is ladies great. And uh, we're your, you're the only son I love. And then she turns back <laughs> and she looks forward and nothing has stopped in front of her. She's driving in a stretch of the better part of a quarter to a, a half a mile. Yeah. And she's not fucking running into anything. Also, she's aware she has mirrors, right? So this guy's chasing you. And instead of looking up words. in your looking up into your rear view, you're going to turn behind to see where he's at. You got fucking mirrors, lady. Just use them. Like you, I could assume that you've passed your driver's test because you have a license. So just use your mirrors. And, and secondly, this guy's chasing you. You've got mirrors, and you turn onto a one-way street, and you're still looking behind you. Avoid the fucking cars driving at you. Like this, no one gave her any information on how to drive. Period. And I'm just. I'm really upset about it. <laughs> I'm really upset about it. And I, I think that's a really good point because I feel like when you have movies that are heavily into like a Fast and a Furious or whatever, like yes. you have to have a lot of dialogue in these cars and you can shoot it a lot of different ways, right? But it really yes. feels like, and I'm assuming this was direction. Like I don't, I really, I hope really hope so. Not driving, yeah, driving it like would this. have to be. But the direction was like, no, look at your kid in the eyes as you drive. At, like, just right. keep your eyes on the kid. And it's like, I no. know you want them to connect. <laughs> but like, as a viewer, you're just worried the whole time that they're going to crash. Like the entire right. time you're like, is she going to crash? Because she's definitely not looking at the road. She did not crash once and, and until she, she hit until she hit his car with the other car. Yeah. And so that was literally the only time that she crashed. And there yeah. were several instances where she should have got fucked up because <laughs> the way that she was driving yes. and the way that he was driving, it was like there was not an accident sooner you're in california and this isn't adding up right and the other thing is is that like to be honest with you if anybody was driving like an asshole in this movie she was because remember the scene leading up to the interaction between her and russell crowe is she's driving on the shoulder weaving in and out of traffic because her happy ass slept in and i'm supposed (laughs) to feel sorry for her being an asshole to a complete stranger she yeah. did not break any laws. She she just needed to get to the end. We could ramp. collectively say, right. and I know, Brian, where you and I, like you and I both grew up near Minneapolis. If somebody <laughs> drove in the sho- shoulder and you were in the car on 394, you'd be like, yeah. check out this motherfucker right here. Like it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be like a, oh, I suppose it's not against the law. It'd be like, look at this asshole. Like that's what, what I, I would upset? say. Sure. But, I mean, this is be a responsible no, parent take, Brian, like you I'm have to take Doug's a kid side. to school wake up on time <laughs> I'm taking Doug's that she tried to blame the world tried to get her hairdresser killed because she was late 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it's starting to let you know, like, maybe Russell Crowe really wasn't the villain. The only reason he was the villain because we saw him kill those three people in the beginning. Really? She was the villain. She couldn't what? pick her kids up on time. She couldn't really. Well, pick, I mean, you know, I don't know if I would. I, I mean, disagree she put her, with that she put her mom, piece, she put her mom in the home. She wrecking she, up, I fucking mean, up cars. She, you know, it's a whole She thing. didn't throw a coffee cup at a grown it's, man's it's, face. It's, so I don't know if I'd call her the villain. I don't think she's innocent, the but she's not at the all. villain. Here's the, here's the thing about villainy. We only compare. So because we have two villains, one villain is just really worse than the other. So, but really, she's a bad person too. And he's just worse. You yeah, really want to I mean, go single, single mom is the villain trying you, to get Oh, it. no. That's really the route you want to take? I don't, I don't think. All she, all she had to do was just apologize. And oh, my she, gosh. And, oh. and, 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 you know, as a Gross. parent, I would assume you would make the less prideful decision if your kids were in the car. I mean, I, yeah. You I mean, sometimes I, you have to bow out. If I have kids in the backseat, I'm going to be like, if he's like, just apologize, I'm going to be like, I could beat his ass. But also, my kid's in the car, so let me just set an example. There is no part of me that's engaging with a madman on the road. Thank you. No, There's no I, part I mean, of me that you. if he says roll thank down you. the window, I'll be like, I mean, I'll, I'll be like, it doesn't work. Like, I'll like, I'll like avoid it at all costs. Like, I'll I'm turn letting you up know the radio. Fat Russell Crowe was going to get out of that car if she didn't roll the window down. It that, was going to end right there in the on the yeah, highway. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's just yeah. That was my whole beef with her driving. What else I didn't mean, work? All I'm saying is that if, if Russell Crowe is like, hey, I need to talk to him. Like, I'm not I'm not talking to you. Not as this character no. or in real life. If, if no. Russell Crowe is like, you, sh come here, buddy. Got to talk to you. I'm like, I don't speak English. In English. In English. This poor woman was just trying to get her kid to school. And then she has the worst day of her life. I just, oh, 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 all these bad things happen to her. I don't feel sorry Listen, for I her. Support, I support oh, women. I do. I support women all day long, but it's just like some of the decisions she was making, I just feel like they could have been avoided. <laughs> some, some of this could have been avoided. Yeah, I mean, I do also feel, I mean, and that's where I kind of like, I almost am like the son is the smartest person in this movie because he, he says to which her- they, like, Which they only prove school. by him spelling, which <laughs> can we talk about, oh, the only reason we know he's the smartest is because he knows how to spell pineapple. So right. like, I mean, congratulations. Well, the thing, and the other thing is, is that like, when he's like, she's like, oh man, I am just, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm on my last leg at work and you're late for school. And he goes- yeah, and you decided to sleep in. <laughs> yep. Like, he's the only one who's like, well, maybe, yep. Mom, if you didn't decide to sleep in, this yep. wouldn't be a problem, now would it? Or, yep. hey, Mom, if you grab your iPad and turn on Find My iPhone, maybe you can figure out where he's coming from. Like, yep. this kid is like, by comparison to some of the other leads in this movie, he's oh. a goddamn genius. So... Dude. I really do feel like the way that Karen, like, I can't even remember the character's name. Karen, yes. the actress's name is Karen. Rachel, there it yes. is. Yes. The way that Rachel is written, it's just like some, they had a brainstorm session and they were like, mm. what, how can we describe that she's really going through it? And then instead of just picking like one idea, mm -hmm. somehow all the ideas on the Google <laughs> Give her Doc, everything. Everything. Do and everything. they just put everything in. She's getting yep. a divorce. She's got to fight for the house. Her mom's mm -hmm. going into a home. Yep. Her kid's yeah. late for school. She lost her job and now this guy is honking at her. And, now you, and, you, and you know what? And that's why that makes her a good villain. 
villain is because <laughs> oh that, 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 because <laughs> that made her a good villain because even through the midst of everything she did, I'm pretty sure five of those problems that she's having could have been avoided if she just woke up earlier and did her job. <laughs> like, I'm not, like I'm just saying. I don't dis. Just I saying. don't disagree. I mean, I'm kind of in the middle on this. Like, I don't disagree. I mean, I feel bad for her a little bit, but I'm also like, yeah, for sure. You, you feel you know bad when your like, kid has to be to school. Yeah, like, and, and it wasn't the first time she was late picking his ass up. It's like a whole thing. It's just like villain one and then villain one A. That's oh really God. what we're going to, like, break it down. I disagree with that entire I, I disagree with the entire premise. She's just trying to get her kids. I'm going to piss somebody off. It's All okay. Right. Let's, let's, let's get off Karen just for a All second. Right, yeah. and, or Rachel, excuse me. And let's Whatever. focus on. Why did you just call her Karen? <laughs> Let's get off Rachel and let's focus on maybe some other things that didn't yeah, work um, that we good didn't call. like. Here, here's my thing that didn't work. Movie. Go I'm going to hop right in here. Too much access. He had her phone and it act like he had access to every fucking thing. Even if my phone was unlocked. If you don't have my physical face, you cannot get into my bank account and, and transfer money. You cannot do all of these things that, and like, I don't have addresses for everybody, every contact in my phone. Like, who the fuck do you think I am? I don't need to know where you live. So like, I just felt like some of the stuff that he had access to was kind of unrealistic. And that's that kind of was like, who you want next? I'm gonna all I'm all in your in your call log. I'm gonna send the money to your husband. I'm listening to your voicemails. I'm like, God damn, like yeah. back up. So yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I I mean I agree with that. I mean I do feel like this was very much like she doesn't understand her phone, but everything's in it. <laughs> like she doesn't quite have a grasp on how like technology works. Like <sighs> what's Fortnite? Like she just doesn't yeah, quite get yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then it's was, yeah. I keep everything in there. So yeah, What's I, the plan I agree. for Fortnite? Because I love. All right, it. <laughs> like, she is a busy mom, and she doesn't have time to lock her phone. Apparently, I, she's, I, she's not villain. Doesn't the son even say like you should lock yeah. this? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> you should little lock on this. <laughs> Shout out to the son because he really is the smartest one in the yes. entire. Movie. Right. Yeah, he, Kyle, he, he played by Gabriel yeah. Bateman. Good Shout job. Shout out to yep. Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle. Um, yeah. Brian, other things for you that maybe didn't work in this particular movie besides um, what we've already touched I, on. So uh, I'll you know what I'll leave the one thing I'm going to talk about for ugly. Um, okay. I think one of the things for me was like, okay, if you're really gonna like go hard into this escapism of this guy just having like the worst yeah. day and doing the road rage. Like, I found it so funny that so much time was spent. Like, they're in a traffic jam. You guys, yeah. y'all remember traffic. And most people are like, yeah, I've, I've been in traffic. I don't, right. I don't like it. It's, well, it's here's awful. more I, I pictures it. of it. Um, so it was like, if you're like, if you're gonna make Russell Crowe, like, unhinged, like, have him, like, driving through cars and have him, like, in the, yeah. like, I wanted more of that a little bit. And it felt more like, no, we're going to sit in traffic and look really mean at each other, which it yeah. didn't work for me. Um, but it, I understand why they made those decisions. But yeah, I just wanted a little bit more. If you're really going to lean into this, just for sure. how unhinged he is, like, I, let's have some more cars flying. Let's have yeah. him explode. Yeah. Let's, really yeah. get into you know, it. Yeah. Just go for, sure. for it. Um, uh, yeah, I completely agree. I think that there is a lot of downtime in this particular movie. Um, I think it's, probably designed to be in like tension building but it does just kind of make me more irritated of like oh shit now she's stuck in traffic mm -hmm. yeah so i i completely agree and, and back you up on that um sentiment i think for me and this is the last thing that i will touch on as far as before we get into the ugly um 
is I think that there's a problem with the people who are bystanders in this particular situation. And I think for (laughs) me, the big one is if we think about like the diner scene. Yeah. Right. Like I I suppose that the audience, the I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, what's the lesson for the audience? Because you saw what happened to the guy who intervened at the gas station. He gets run over. I laughed out loud at that part. I'm so sorry. I didn't (laughs) see it coming and I just started laughing. (laughs) It's a coping mechanism. Sorry, I apologize. Is the message for this like, don't get involved when someone's going off? It's what it feels like. And then the payoff for that is in the diner where arguably a room full of 30 people watch a grown man kill another man with a coffee cup and a butter knife. Right. There's a part of this that's like no one's doing anything. Nope. Like yeah, no and they watch and they just watch them walk like, out slowly on the phone. Just right. didn't do shit about it. Right. And it's and the other thing is is like you could forgive it if you were like, oh man, we're a we're a very like phone generation. Everybody's just taking mm-hmm. video on your phone while they watch this person die. They didn't even allude to that. That's where I thought that was going too. Right. That's yeah. what I thought. No, they kind of did. They they kind of did because people had their phones out, but it was not right. a deliberate like, oh, people never do shit when shit is happening. Right. right. And so for me, it's yeah. like you've got to pay off on. I, you either have to pay off on that premise by saying when they cut to the news clip later of like pictures from him or video footage of him getting mm-hmm. killed or something like that to say like, come on guys, we all got to do better about this in the world that we're in today, right. or. You need to at least, again, Brian, to your point of like, if Russell Crowe is unhinged, have a stranger try to step in and have right. him just knock him the fuck out. Like right. nothing is going to stop this man that has lost it. He's literally an unstoppable object who yeah. it doesn't matter what's in his way. Have, have one of those old people like try to be like, come on, buddy, like calm down, <laughs> like and have him just knock this old guy out. Like there's yeah. got to be a way to show a little bit more or or even like on the road when he's like about to run like when he's weaving in and out of traffic in the minivan have somebody (laughs) recognize what's going on and try to like slow down and have him like spin somebody there's just choices with it feels like you put these two people in a world and everybody else is just almost like a cardboard cutout like they can't interact with everyone else they can only interact with these two people and i think if someone's unhinged they're gonna go off on anybody in their way like, and they and, never and really just, dropped the word unhinged in this movie. Like, I, you know, it's one of those like, oh, I was expecting one of those movies like, oh my god, this guy is unhinged, and like, <laughs> like something I don't know, but they never yeah. said it. What's yeah. weird though is they they the way they say road rage in this movie made think that that use that was like title, but it's like when she goes in the yeah. gas station, they're like, what's wrong with you? And she's yeah. like, that guy's been following me, and the clerk's like, because of the road rage. I'm yes. just like, yeah. Like yeah. it was like it was bird like it was bird box like right. everybody yes. knew what was happening in bird box and it was like like road raging happens like this this aggressively right. every fucking day and if you knew that call the fucking police say hey honey <laughs> stay right here we're gonna call the police to right. this location and then don't go nowhere right mm. it, they they painted road rage almost like it was like the silent killer that like yes. nobody knew about because even in the intro like after he lets the after he kills those people and burns the house oh, down yeah. they do this montage of like you know audio news clips and saying like oh and there was another incident and mm-hmm. oh another yeah. example of road like they did that and it was like that's not the lesson here of the mm-hmm. like that can't be the lesson of this movie like of 
be wary of road rage. Like <laughs> it, it seems like this horror movie that they created with everything else said, going on in the world. Yeah, right. here's a scary movie. What's the monster? Is it is it a virus or is it an actual like demon? Nope, it's road rage. Like the payoff for that is just so like, oh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. just kind of like a ho hum style deal. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, anything else that we should cover in the bad, or should we sort of transition into the ugly? I think we're good. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll, we will transition on over into the ugly, um, gentlemen. What portions of this movie, um, or what aspects of this movie, would you do differently based on what we currently saw? And we'll kick it down to Brian first. So. For me, I like one of the parts of this movie that I really jived with was it like when they were doing the opening credits and they were talking about like, hey, like things are bad. We have less cops. We people are getting more angry. There's more traffic. Like I actually really 100% bought into that premise as a dystopia. And I was like, yeah, like, let's see what a world looks like with fewer law enforcement people and more traffic like that is a concept that is worth exploring like good Mm -hmm. and bad like i think that's really really good to explore um and then i feel like they just never really did anything with it so i would probably at least pick up a few more elements with that of just like are we talking about like how do we take care of our community when we have all of these things like that are out of our control right yeah um like when you're driving you can only control yourself and if there's fewer law enforcement people like how are you engaging your community to like mm-hmm. yeah take for care sure of yourself so i would try to theme it around that a little bit more and have like the cops probably not play as prominent of a role in the film yeah. um and i would probably lean a little bit more into the supporting cast of just like this guy is is following me how can you help me and like for lack of a better term like maybe home alone it like at the end of the movie like engaging her community like at her mom's old folks home and trying to like you know just like i need to survive and i need your help in this world that you know the that traditional police officers can't help me my community needs to help me that's probably the direction i would have taken i feel like yeah it's like changing half the movie and adding stuff but i feel like there's a good premise there yeah yeah i i i I, brian i agree with you and i think that that fits really well in line with some of the changes that i would make um i think i kind of alluded to this earlier but i would actually make this movie a smidgen longer um and i would my opening sequences would be both of these people going through the shit they're going through right because i mean russell crowe yeah i mean they hinted at what was going on with him he was divorced he couldn't hold a job because he had pills because he had a surgery which set him off um and he was just down in the dumps but you could run that alongside um rachel getting divorced and having some struggles um and then you know you do your opening credit sequence but you can actually get us a little bit more emotionally invested in these characters by showing them struggle instead of just surprise and now almost like a kid playing with two dolls and now they fight like it's just you could have done a little bit more of the work on the front end to develop a story where we really have some incentive to believe of like why he's been pushed. I mean, you could have made him yeah. a vi- a relatable villain, but you but you didn't. You just painted yes. him as an insane person. And yes. the reality of it is, this type of stuff is scary because someone who you always do inter- you always see people who do interviews with folks who have like incidents of road rage. They interview the yeah. friend after, and they're mm-hmm. like, "That's just so not like him. Like I don't know right. what happened." 
but there's nothing in this movie that makes me go like, oh, that's not like him. It is like him. <laughs> like it's it's all I know about him is that he is an insane person dealing with that. And I guess my other gripe to kind of your point is this is not a women empowerment movie at all. No. This is this is this is she is the victim and everybody is coming to save her and I right. just I'm that we have we've moved away from that trope in filmmaking where like they do like have some stronger female characters that stand up for this stuff. I think the invisible man is a great example of that. Um, the most recent one that came out, you could have had her put her son in the attic and then home alone the fuck out of this. And the culminating <laughs> moment is he has her son. He has her son and she's the one who like, after finally being pushed too far and right. saying enough is enough. She stands up and she kills him. But it felt like even then it was just there's just so much of this where she plays the victim so much that it's just yeah. like, ugh. and I feel like it, the movie really lost me. And one thing I would definitely cut out um, and then I'll transition it over to one of you is, I mean, at some point in time, like, are we OK with Russell Crowe closed hand punching a woman in the face? <laughs> like, are we like he it's not like he backhanded her. It's not like he kicked her. It's not like he pushed her down. He grabbed his like Vienna sausage hands and just punched her in the face. And I'm I mean, like that that moment for me, I was like, OK, great. Like, I just I, there was nothing about it. It, it didn't it didn't shock me as much as I think the director had intended it to. I mean, I there's a, Russell Crowe is already problematic for me. I guess it didn't surprise <laughs> me. Uh, like as a person, yeah. Like there's a story of him hitting the bellboy with a telephone. Like it's just yeah. all this stuff, and I was just like, let's, okay, if this is the way you want to play it, cool. But I, okay, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Going going back though, and I'll sew it up, and then we'll throw it. I, I'll throw it to you, Marcus. Um, but I, I I dig your idea, like having a side by side comparison, because I feel like yeah. there is an avenue to talk about like toxic masculinity and like that entire thing of like how both of these people are dealing with yeah. all of the things happening in their life. I think there's an opportunity for that. So I'm picking up what you're putting down. So um, what are your thoughts, Marcus? Um, I'm taking a movie for what it is. I ain't changing shit. So here's my thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will. Ta- I will right. I'll, I'll take bits and pieces of like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Sure. Um, more empowerment to her. If I would change anything, just to um kind of appease the experimental part of my mind, like if I could recreate this entire movie, but I want to see what they would do with the character if if the lead was a male instead a single father oh sure um like i just want to see how they would write yes. that character and would yeah. it defer really yes. dramatically so maybe that's one thing that i would change um i agree with the strengthening of there's little sub things that i want to fix the diner scene make yes. make the make yeah. the people more interactive with what the fuck is going on oh sure <laughs> um the ending scene make it more of a fight back which she does get her kind of get back with the with the callback to the candy cane scissors right she sure um yeah. That just so happened to be at her grandmother's house, her mother's house. They were in her pocket. No, she, oh, she deliberately were, oh, gets them. Okay, got she it. She deliberately it, okay. gets them, or they're in her pocket because she pulls them out of her pocket. And I take that it, makes but me she, wonder. In the opening scene, she says, "I need my candy cane scissors." Oh, and that's right. Okay, because she does the hair. That's right. That's yep. right. That's right. Yeah. Um. So I would fix like little things in that scene. Maybe even give the little the little boy, the young man, give him some more role. Like, don't just leave right. him up at the school all damn day. Like, let's let's right. say like. 
oh, baby, you're going with me to work today. And then have it the entire time of her trying to balance not just by herself, but with her son in the car. And what would you do to protect your child? That would kind of feel a little bit more compelling for me. So um, I think that is it. But other than that, I'm not changing a lot because I enjoyed the entertainment of it. Oh, sure. Um, you I know what I'm you. saying? And, and like, I feel like this is something that if it came on on TV, um, I wouldn't pay for this again. 1999, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But um, I, I like if it came on on TV, I would watch it. Sure. And just because I would watch it and be like, yeah, it's one of those entertainment, entertaining movies I don't really have to pay attention to. I can kind of just watch that... it and it's just cool enough to just be there. This, yeah, and I will say I that, agree with that. And, and, and I completely agree with that Well, as well. I think that this is a movie actually that I could see me watching in a room with friends because yes. it's not something I have to pay attention yes. to, but I can be like, Oh shit, check this out. This is nuts. Yeah. Like, you know yes. what I mean? Like I can yeah. do perfect. that and That's I can perfect. kick back with my, like my friends and like have like just have a beer and snacks and just kind of enjoy it and be with each other to watch something yep. completely insane take place on screen. So you're right. I mean, we're being overly nitpicky on, on of course, because we're a podcast. Because well, that's, po- <laughs> that's who we are. But I, right. I think your point is valid. Of like, this is entertaining, and it does have some merit for just being. It is what it is. So no, I, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I just want people to be able to. Um, and and this uh, we do this because we're podcasts, and we have to do the deep dive into things. And like, right, typical, for sure. But some, sometimes I feel like I don't want to also just be extra just to be extra and flip things. Like, if it, it's a it's a decent movie, I'm going to take it as it is. Sure, and yeah. Me, like, I, I enjoyed it just like Doom. For me, Doom had a whole lot of shit in there that I would have fixed. <laughs> yeah. Like, acting-wise and, like, plot-wise and, like, whatever. But also, I enjoyed Doom for what it was in the for time sure. that I needed it and what I needed it to be. For sure. This is I mean it, I enjoyed Bill and Ted 3 very right. much. Right. I, I like yeah. I am totally I'm vibing yeah. with you. I yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down like and for all those reasons and especially what Doug said like I echo everything like if I if I like if I was able to get together with like six or seven friends and be like you got to watch this movie this, this is, is the most insane wild. thing you'll ever this see. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is absolutely the category this fits into. For sure. Um Anything else before we close out and kind of do the is it worth the price of admission question and answer portion of this podcast? Um, is there anything else that we need to talk about in the movie that maybe we didn't touch on or that is just kind of we've left kind of sitting out there? Watch out for that road rage. That shit's, I guess so. uh, shit's like I mean, herpes. The, the only thing that I'm seeing in this in this in my notes is and maybe this is just to go back to the bad for the second is reinforcing that of like what's the lesson because the last scene of the movie is she's about to honk but doesn't and the son goes good call and i literally wrote is that the message of this like is the message like don't use your horn like what's the message of like i once again showing he's the smartest motherfucker again good good call because even also i would have smacked the shit out of him don't tell me good call after the day we just had don't do that little sarcastic shit yeah there's a portion of that that it's like I don't remember asking you, but thanks. Like there is a portion of that. So, but yeah, I think there's. I mean, again, we've touched on it, but this this movie has a lack of what the clear lesson is. Because um, if the lesson is don't honk, then fuck this movie. But like <laughs> that can't be it. So, right. um, I, yeah. Anything else, Brian, from your end? I see I you just... scrolling through your notes. I, I, I wrote down so much, just my stream of consciousness here. Yeah. Um, but 
<laughs> the only so two real two things real quick. Good choice is what he says to end the movie. And I wrote in my notes, no, it wasn't. And then <laughs> basically the Fortnite strategy, like yeah. as he's talking to his mom, I was like, oh man, like I know you're trying to like be like, mm-hmm. oh mom, you're so out of touch. But like I have played Fortnite before. Um, and it like what he's discussing is a classic ambush. I'm not a military person. <laughs> if we have active military folks or past military folks, happy Veterans Day. Um, yes, <laughs> we're recording this on Veterans Day. Um, what he describes sounds like a basic ambush. Um, which good for him, you know, yep. he's figuring it out. But then like, the end of the movie is like classic ambush. We got you. In any case, no. I just thought yeah. that was funny. anyway. All. Yes, absolutely accurate. Okay, gentlemen, let's answer this question. Oh, sorry. Also, rest in peace to Mary, who, 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 poor Mary, she just got thrown into a knife. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. All about her. You're she right. was in the kitchen, and oh the next time God. you saw her, she was bloody and dead. So, dead. yeah. yeah. Like, what Julian type of trauma do these motherfuckers Mary. have after this movie is over? Like, Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they do. There is some lack of emotion, I think, of impact. I mean, do you ever see, see Rachel cry? Nope. Sorry, just real quick. Your brother was lit on fire. Yeah. His girl, his fiance, <laughs> yeah. was stabbed and then also beaten, and is in, just dead in your house. A grown man <laughs> punched you in the face and then mm-hmm. choked your son out with a shoelace, and you're not gonna be like, oh my god, like the emotion that comes over you. She threw. Also, up. you know how quickly she got back in the car. The police were like, you can go. She was like, thank God I can yeah. get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. I would be sitting around a police officer for the better part of 24 hours after that happened of like, oh. I'm not going to drive myself home. Like right. you can tow the piece of shit Volvo. Like someone <laughs> else is going to drive me home. So. I need to, I need to point out. So you brought up Mary and I looked at Julian Joyner's who plays her in the movie and I can't she she's a stunt person she's like not a primary yeah. actress she's just a straight up stunt person so they literally just like oh yeah you're gonna get stabbed but just like say two lines and then get stabbed okay bye yep goodbye wow <laughs> yeah so, i love it versatile yep. i yep. know about her now that's but, right yeah, i agree looking forward to the next one yep. um all right let's answer this question is this movie worth the price of admission and is it worth the time investment of sitting down watching etc i'm gonna kick it over to marcus because brian and i have been shitting all yeah marcus, so, you marcus is this movie worth the price of admission and is it worth what you invested in it um it's worth the time i invested into it i, okay. I would i want to say that uh, but not worth the $20. Jesus, that's a little steep for me. For sure. Um, if I had to pick a price, I would I would definitely watch this for the price of going to the Vermilion Theater in town yeah, or my bucks. local theater. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would definitely pay that for this movie. Or I would have paid maybe about between 10 and 15, 10 and 12 for this movie. 19 sure. is a little steep. So uh, yeah. no for the price of admission. Yes for the price of the time that I spent watching it. Sure. I for thought sure. it was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. That's legit. It's like a 7 out of 10. Okay. 7 out of 10. Brian, worth the price of admission? Worth the time you invested in it? Uh, let's see here. It is 1999, I believe, on Amazon it where is. I purchased, where I rented it. Um, that's that, that was too much for me. I think this is definitely more of like a in the three to four dollar range. Um, definitely, like I think Marcus, Just you could four. Have, 
like a four dollar movie no damn. like okay. I, I just that's where i'm at with okay. it um sure. and i i'm just gonna take the shortest detour i promise but i think you bring up a good point with like not a lot of theaters like you don't have a lot of opportunities to like just go out of your way to see a movie like this mm-hmm. like you nope. do have to like just say well I'm, i guess i'm gonna pay 20 bucks to just take a chance on mm-hmm. yep. unhinged i would not have watched this movie unless we were doing this podcast but sure and so i guess i just kind of get that's a bummer like that's a bummer that that opportunity yeah. isn't there like yeah. even for a movie that didn't even jive with me or that didn't completely vibe or i didn't like that's still like an opportunity that someone doesn't have. So I'm thinking about that as I'm talking about this, I'll save that for another episode. Um, so is, is 20, 1999 a little bit too much. I'm more into like the four to $6 price range mm-hmm. uh, it, out of like 10 stars. I would say this is like a four out of 10 for me. Okay. All right. Damn. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I really like this movie. I guess. <laughs> and that's all good. Um, so for me, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with either of you. 20 bucks is just too high. I think whether it's $6 at home or $6 in the theater, I'd pay six bucks to rent. I'd pay $6 to rent it. Um, sure. You know what For I mean? Sure. Whether I'm going to Vermilion theaters to watch it because of the discount or whether I'm watching it at home and renting it video on demand, I think $6 is a fair price um, for this particular movie. Um, is it worth the time I invested? I mean, I clearly had a lot to say about it. So, I mean, I certainly was thinking and in, in investing in it. So I think it's worth a watch. Like I don't, mm-hmm. but again, I think you're the criteria for watching is very much what Marcus mentioned of like, it's not something you have to pay attention to. And if you are in a situation where you have, maybe you are listening to this podcast and you have five roommates and you're all looking for something to do on a Saturday night. Cause you don't want to go out cause you're being safe, crack a beer and watch unhinged and go, Oh, we shit. Did you believe that just happened? Like, I think that that's well worth. And that entertainment mm-hmm. factor has a lot of value. Um, stars wise, Marcus said seven, Brian said four. I'm going to split the difference and go like a five to six. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's certainly not the worst thing I've seen. I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily the best thing I've seen either. So I'd say a six is probably where I'd put it. So yeah. Awesome. It is available on, so unhinged again was the movie we just reviewed. Um, You can catch it. I think on Amazon is doing is the only place that you can rent it right now. Correct. Yeah. Uh, maybe on uh, Voodoo YouTube. as well. On yeah, I think Voodoo YouTube, and YouTube. Uh, YouTube and uh, you might be able to rent it on YouTube. Okay, so those are the two places you can rent it. Um, yeah, check it out. Let us and then participate with us on Facebook. Like, let us know. Like, one, did you watch it? Two, did you agree, disagree with us on our assessment of it? Because we'd love to hear from you, and and we're all about the community for this podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, this unfortunately, our time together has now come to an end and it is time for us to both plug and promote what we have a sad day um and sort of plug and then close out the show so uh marcus anything that you would like to plug promote or talk about um as always don't forget to follow the mantra never offended always humble that is Le Mantra. Uh, follow underscore underscore the mantra on uh, Instagram. Follow Marcus J. Destin on Instagram. That is where everything is. I really got to start saying my brand more. I realize I don't say it at all up here. Um, so, uh, Noah, that is the mantra. 
there's nothing really going on right now. Clothes and stuff are on the way. We're working on it. That shit is hard, y'all. I'm not going to hold you. Merch sure. and stuff, that shit is so fucking difficult to do and make sure you're doing it right. So just be patient with us. Um, Soul Tie has an EP on the way. Shout out to Maya Lene. She made Billboard um, with Trippy's album. Um, with Trippy's album being the number one, I think it was like R&B or hip hop. Oh, sure. Um, That's super category. legit. Category. So yeah, shout, out to um, her. shout out to Maya Lene. Um, I got some music coming out, a three pack coming on the way. So lots of stuff coming out. Hey, yo. That's really lots cool. Of, super legit. Stuff. Look at that. So, awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, if I may swag, interject man. also really quickly, um, and then Brian, I'm going to kick it over to you to promote. Shout Same out time. to Marcus for being named uh, a rising star from right, Nats Before thanks. West Region. Yes. Um, a rising student you. leader within the field of student affairs and student professionals. So he wouldn't pro- promote himself, but I will do that. Um, USD is very lucky to have such an outstanding student. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's thank you. so congratulations to you. That's a big deal. So. Um, Brian, what do you got to plug or promote? I'm just promoting the love nerds.com. We love uh, that. Are, you, you love the love nerds. We love it. Uh, so you can head there. There are some more SVG designs uh, coming your way for the holidays. So you want to make some shirts for the family. You're probably not going a whole lot of places, but maybe you want to have, you know, something new, something maybe for those stocking stuffers. There's a ton of designs lovenerds.com make your own shirts with your silhouette your cricket whatever you might have for sure plenty of designs to choose from super legit awesome we love the we love the love nerds around here at films in black and white um what i have for us to for what i have to plug and promote is this podcast um continue to stick with us continue to grow with us um we are building a community for you all to feel like you have a place to let your freak and nerd flag fly um we're here for you and we want you to join us as we do all of this so um subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts whether that be spotify apple stitcher wherever it may be um please write us a review it helps it goes a long way um in helping us get more recognition from the podcast so write us a review or just give leave us a star rating at the very least so please do that because that's really important to us and Hang in there. We're going places. Hop on this train as we kind of go as far as we possibly can. So um, it has been an outstanding episode. And I would like Brian to kick us off with, because you all know it. You've been here before. we got a, a three-step process to success. But Brian, what's our first step in the road to success? You need to hydrate. Drink some water. It makes your look better it makes yeah. you feel better your yeah. organs you do all the time so yeah. happy for oh, you because guess what you're primarily made out of water so get some water in you you're gonna feel better i promise please please get some water in you amazing amazing all right mark step two what's the second <sighs> step to success listen almost nearly as important as step one and three but in the middle ground here you have to read a book okay just one Read, read a book. Read it. Even if you're reading the back of the DVD barrel at Walmart, just read a description. Read something. Take the time to invest back into yourself. All right? Just teach yourself something. Don't let the world keep teaching you shit. Yeah, you learn something. It's really just yeah. important. You can only do that really through reading. And I have the honor of giving everyone our third key to success. Look, y'all, it's getting cold. And a lot of us are sitting here going, Doug, I don't have to be as concerned with my hygiene because of the colder temperatures. I'm not sweating as much. And I got news for you, Jack. You got to bundle up before you go outside. That coat's going to make you sweat. 
there's only one place that sweat is going. Right <laughs> down the crack of your ass. So wow. just grab a washcloth, grab something that you can clean and you can wash and just scrub, just wash your ass. That's all you got to do. And you know what? The drier air is coming. Wash and, you know, uh, you know, hydrate your ass with lotion because after you clean it, you don't want it to get worse and for it to get flaky. So just keep <laughs> your ass health uh, at the top of your list of things to do. Wash yeah. your ass. So really your ass important. health? <laughs> yeah, your ass health. Keep it at the top of your list of things to do. It's essential. You can't not do it because it doesn't, it's, it's about all of us here. Like, we don't want to smell it. We don't want to see it. So just keep track of your ass health and just wash your ass. It's super important. Said it again. As always, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Next week, we will be back to cover all the news coming out of Hollywood and breaking it down for you. Um, in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. Um, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we will see y'all next